Hello, I'm Nikki Patrick and welcome to It's Somewhere in the Bottom of My Handbag. Each episode, my special guest will give you three top tips that you can use straight away or you can store them away in your handbag until you or a friend needs them. Today we're looking at tips on how to navigate grief. You could be grieving a failed relationship, maybe a friendship, or perhaps a friend or a loved one has passed away. Apart from crying a lot, I had no plan on dealing with grief until today. I'm delighted to welcome onto this week's podcast. We've got Julie New. Now, Julie helps people move forward after a life change. And Julie, you're going to give us some top tips today on how to help navigate grief. Yes, I am indeed. So you're a personal recovery coach. I am, yes. And uh, I have been for about 15 years. Um, before that, I was a nurse and a midwife. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I got to the kind of top grade in, in nursing. And, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going gooey about the midwife bit oh. at the moment. But, I mean, oh. was it lovely going to work and thinking how many babies are going to be born today? Well, well, do you know, I actually preferred the the kind of helping the mums after they'd been born. I'm not great into drama and people being in pain and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I was, I was great in those, so, you know, obviously delivering a baby is really, really special. But you are having to look out for the problems that can arise. So I used to really love the kind of before bit and the after bit. That was my kind of thing. And, I mean, it's sort of a full circle, really, isn't it? And now that you're helping people navigate grief. Now, how did this come about, Julie? Well, as I say, I, about 15 years ago, I, I made a massive decision to to leave nursing and to to start helping people with their lives. And it, it kind of naturally progressed into me helping them navigate their sort of journey when things got a bit stormy, a little bit difficult. So that could be anything from a divorce, a separation, bereavement. It could even be an illness because when you have those life-changing times, it's actually a really, you know, it can be very, very difficult, can't it? So to actually be able to help people on their journey is, for me, such an honour and such a privilege to, you know, to do that. Um, And that's really how I began to kind of develop my work which is personal recovery coaching and especially I mean the last year I think we all lose people in our life I think it's really come to light even more over the last 12 months where we were losing people on sometimes a daily weekly or monthly basis and we're not very good at navigating grief are we no, no, I don't think we are. And I, I think, I mean, it was really ironic that I, and what were the chances of me bringing a book out, my, my second gift book, just before, I mean, it was in the December before we went into national lockdown in the, in the March. And actually, at that point in time, people actually didn't want to be hearing about grief because it was such a, I mean, we were having to navigate a new journey ourselves, weren't we? Everything changed, everything and I just got married, actually. So we, we were actually quite happy to, to be on our own. And But actually for other people, as you say, you know, immediately people were, you know, some people were ill, some people were losing people um, that they loved. And, that, and that's what grief is. Grief only ever happens if you've truly loved and lost. So it is a path that we all have to navigate at some point um, in our lives. And you've got three top tips to help us navigate 
What's your first one? So what I wanted to say, the first top tip is that everybody's journey is unique and different. Um, So I really wanted to say that. But there are similarities in the emotions that we experience. So, and they can be likened to stages of grief. Um, They were first explained by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross many, many years ago. She was a, a German doctor. What I want to say to you is don't rush. Don't rush the process. Many people try and avoid the pain, but it's actually very important to feel the pain of grief. Um, And, you know, there are different stages. My daughter, for example, um, when she lost her dad, eventually she was very angry. And that stage, actually, you know, that emotion lasted five years. And then all of a sudden, one day she wasn't angry anymore. So don't rush it. Don't avoid the pain. Allow yourself to feel the emotions. That's my first one. Thank you. And what would you advise people do to comfort themselves through that time? Right. So that's my second tip, really, is to find the right support on your journey, because you really don't have to do this on your own. And that doesn't mean it might be professional support that you you find really, really helpful. It could be peer support. There are some amazing organisations out there. The Good Grief Trust, a really good portal. You can go there. It's um, goodgrieftrust.org. They have over 800 kind of avenues that you can take that covers all shapes of the grief. I call it the grief garden path. But find the right support on your journey because you, you're not alone, even though you feel as though you're on your own. So, you, But you really don't have to do this on your own. That's my second one. And your third tip? This is very personal to me. I, In my book, actually, I share in chapter four, it's a very short book because we can't concentrate when we're, when we're grieving and you know, we're in pain. Um, I share a thing called watering you. And when we are in pain and when we're, we're going through difficult life change, often we, we forget to look after ourselves. And so it's so, so important, Nikki, isn't it, to to make sure that you're doing all those basic things. And particularly in the very early stages, I actually have a little mantra, <laughs> which is eat, sleep, breathe, repeat. And because sometimes we forget to eat when we're, when we're in pain and grieving, we can't sleep. And we certainly forget to breathe when we're in pain. I mean, when we're in labor, actually, <laughs> we forget to breathe. So... It's really, really important that you remember. I believe um, we, we lost a friend very recently, and I said to her husband about eating, and um, because he wasn't eating. And you know, even if it's just some honey on toast or something, little and often, sleeping, just making sure that you're getting getting some sleep, um, and breathing, just remembering to breathe. Because if we do that, we don't become as anxious. So, watering you so so important um, and that's physically mentally emotionally that we do we do that so um, that's my third really important one and just on a, a daily basis when you're first experiencing grief yeah. do you encourage people to think about the future or is it literally that foot no, one in front no, of the other one second, one second one moment at a time in the very beginning and that's where, and even in those very early stages, I will say to somebody, remember, if you remember nothing else, eat, sleep, breathe, repeat, then at least you'll get through those minutes, those those hours, those days. And then eventually it becomes weeks and then months and then years. I'm eight years now since I lost my husband. 
just as an example. And I'm celebrating my second wedding anniversary today. And actually, I can actually look back at my, my marriage from all those years ago with joy. But it's because I took that time to really heal and recover. Um, and I did those things in the very beginning, you know, the eat, sleep, breathe, repeat. So I'd say that would be my real top tip. Yeah. Thank you for that, Julie. And also, when somebody has passed, are you happy for somebody to come and chat to you about the person? Or Because people never really know do they? What is the best thing to do? Do you just, I mean, I always contact people say, I'm thinking of you, I'm sending you big hugs. But sometimes it's nice to be able to talk about the person that's passed, isn't it? Because there are so many lovely, happy memories, but we're always a bit uncomfortable about doing this. So I know you said everybody's journey is unique and different. Yeah, I think also um, you made a really good point there because actually you're the one that's uncomfortable about talking about that person. The person that's grieving is not uncomfortable about talking about that person. That's what they want to do. You know, in my book, I've actually got nine stories, and there's one story of Ian who lost his brother, so his loss of a loved sibling. And he, from the moment his brother died until almost the moment I interviewed him for my book, he had never talked about his brother because they just literally put, put everything away and he was never talked about again. And the impact that that had on him um, long term was huge. And so it's so important to talk about people that have died because the memories and the love never die, do they? It's so important to, you know, to keep that memory, you know, those memories and the person alive for the, for the people that are left behind. It certainly is. And I mean, you've got to keep their memories alive and celebrate them because they were wonderful mm. people and such a massive yeah. part of your life. Julie, thank you yeah. so much. So your three top tips, everyone's journey is Pleasure. unique. Do not rush the process. And that is so important, isn't it? Make sure you find the right support and also eat, sleep, breathe, repeat. Just your little mantra. Watering you. I love that. Thank (laughs) you, Julie. Now, how can we find you? You've mentioned you've got a book. Yes, The Grief Garden Path. It's a very popular little gift book. Um, You can go to my website, which is julienew.co.uk and uh, you can order it from there or anywhere else. I'm always here. You know, I always offer a, a free 30 minutes to talk about anything at all. It doesn't mean to say you have to suddenly start spending money on coaching with me. You know, it's... I'm always here um, and I'm on social media sort of everywhere so you can always get in touch through that. Thank you so much, Julie, and congratulations on your second wedding anniversary. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Oh, it's been a pleasure to chat to you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you very much. Mm